0: Woke or a Joke, a Gen
1: Z review. Welcome to Woke or a Joke, a Gen Z review. I'm Azennial.
0: And I'm a Gen Zer.
1: I absolutely love movies from my childhood. However, I've come to realize that some of them just don't hold up anymore. With the help of my resident Gen Zer, I will learn how problematic my childhood truly was. Today, we will review Dutch. The Gen Zer will tell us if the movie is woke or a joke. If the movie is determined to be a joke, then we'll workshop a rebooted version to save this beloved movie. Is it beloved? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> if we're unable to come up with a retooled version to satisfy the Xennials' nostalgia and the Gen Zer's thirst for justice, then the Xenia will burn his copy of the original problematic movie in all of its racist, misogynistic glory. Never to be watched again. So, let's get into this. Dutch, released July 19th, 1991, written by John Hughes and directed by Peter Feynman. Working man Dutch, played by Ed O'Neill, is dating the divorced Natalie, and he offers to drive her stuffy 13-year-old Doyle, played by... Ethan Randall? We'll get into that. From his private school in Atlanta to his mother's home in Chicago for Thanksgiving. Doyle is not interested, as he blames Natalie for the divorce and wants nothing to do with his mom's new boyfriend, especially given the man's lowly working-class roots. This pairing makes for a journey filled with bickering, mishaps, and eventually bonding. (laughs) So, friend, (laughs) is this movie woke or is it in fact a joke
0: it's definitely a joke oh no
1: (laughs) dutch is a joke
0: it's definitely a joke
1: oh no can you tell us why that it's a joke
0: um okay so our main characters are doyle the random child and then the mom's boyfriend who i forgot the name of Mm
1: mm-hmm yep natalie or, oh, uh, Dutch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the, the, okay. the namesake of the movie. Yeah, Dutch.
0: Okay, so then there is Dutch. And Doyle is just generally the worst. But I don't think he's the main problem of the movie. Um, I think that he's, like, fine enough. Like, he's a horrible person. But I'm blaming um, his parents on that. However... The boyfriend, Dutch, is... He, like, just starts pushing Doyle a lot. Like, he's very violent with this child. Yeah. Like, um, when they first meet, um, he just, like... Doyle goes to a boarding school, and then Dutch just, like, shows up at the boarding school and goes into Doyle's room, and Doyle is not there. He's, like, over doing whatever he does. I don't even remember. And then, um... And so then he just, like, goes into Doyle's room, and then he's, like, touching all of Doyle's things, which, that's weird. Because, like, that's not even his kid. And he's just, like, touching all of this kid's things, very Invasion of privacy mm-hmm. Um... And then the, uh, Doyle, he comes back into his room, and then there's, like, this random guy who he's never met in his room, and so then, um, you know, an action scene ensues, and they have a fight because, um, Doyle is very confused because he does not know who this person is, and this person has just, like, broken into his room, basically, um, and then they have a fist fight, and then um, then the boyfriend, I think at one point during the fist fight, he does shoot Doyle with the BB gun.
1: Uh, no, um, I think Doyle shoots, yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah,
0: he definitely shoots the boyfriend. Um, I think that then Dutch just threatens to shoot uh, yeah. him with the BB because gun. Yeah, because then it
1: becomes a whole bit.
0: Yeah, that was also weird. <laughs> um, because then throughout the movie, he's like, oh, I still owe you a shot with the BB gun. Still gonna straight up murder you with this BB gun.
1: Like, I I remembered that as being like a bit in the movie. Like, I remembered like that was a thing. I didn't realize how much of a running joke it was and like how often it was mentioned. <laughs> and like, at the end, they're just like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freaking shoot you, man! And the mom's like, "What? Wait, what? Oh, okay. Ha Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> what? That was a good reenactment. It was accurate, wasn't it?
0: It was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry, um, Go on friend.
0: Yeah, and then he does like trip the kid, which like kind of violent. Um, but he, cause he could've just, like, grabbed the kid, but he trips the kid, and then he grabs the kid and throws him just, like, across the room, um, and then the kid is just, like, sat on the floor for a little bit. And then, um, he tries to get Doyle, uh, to leave his room and come with him, cause he has to pick him up for Thanksgiving, um, and then he threatens to, like, punch Doyle in the face. Um, and then next scene is him just, like, carrying this kid by, like, his shirt, and then also he's gagged the child. He does. Yeah, and then he just, like, has this kid tied up in his car in the back seat, and yeah. he is gagged and he is just like dying, and there is no seat belts being worn by him. Oh, because yeah. he is just on the back seat, laying there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard to put a yeah. seat belt on that way, right?
0: Um, and so then at one point, the kid eventually gets the gag out of his mouth and is like, hey, bro, like, stop the car. You have just kidnapped me, and I will sue you because I'm rich. And then, um... And then... So, uh, Dutch just, like, violently stops the car suddenly, and then, because the child is tied up in the back and not wearing a seatbelt, then he just falls onto the floor of the car. So, that was also very rude of him.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um... And then, at one point, uh, now eventually, uh, he lets, he unties Doyle. He lets him sit up in the front seat with his seatbelt on. Um, and then, uh, Dutch asks if the kid is okay with smoke, and then he says no. And then, uh, Dutch starts smoking in the car, so that's rude.
1: Yeah, that is.
0: And then... Um, then... Uh, I don't know. Then he just, like, Dutch buys a bunch of fireworks. And then there's, like, this scene where there is a lot of, like, fireworks. And it's not necessarily a joke, but it's just, like... It went on for a very long time. And it did, like, nothing. Like, maybe it was a bonding moment between them. But, like, it no. wasn't.
1: No, it was four minutes of just, like, Dutch just being an idiot, and, like, Doyle's just like, yep, this has confirmed everything that I have assumed about you, for four minutes. Yeah. (laughs) What?
0: Um, and then they go to a motel, he's like, oh, I'm gonna go to a motel now, um... However, then Doyle and Dutch get into some sort of argument. I don't even know. And then um, Dutch kicks Doyle out of the car and is like, you can walk 50 miles to the motel. Um, it's, <laughs> it's down the road.
1: Yeah, 50 miles down the road at nighttime. Um, and it's like, clearly it's cold out.
0: Yeah, there's <laughs> a snow, there's snow. place. Um and then Doyle is sad. Um and I don't I'm assuming that the motel was not actually fifty miles away, but I don't know how he's supposed to find this motel.
1: Yeah, because he gets there yeah. alive. Um that's number one. And like it is in the evening still, so there's no way that he would be able to walk fifty miles. But even if it's, like, five miles... Yeah. Yeah, and and yeah, to your point, like, oh, it's just down the road 50 miles. Okay, cool. So there's just one random hotel, and I'll know to go to that one specifically. And then I think he even knows, like, somehow what room to go into, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Yeah. Well, maybe he could just, like, sense the bad vibes from that room, though.
1: Yeah, well, he could probably smell the fire from the
0: fireworks. Um... And then, oh, then the next day, they have breakfast at some random restaurant. And then um, Dutch and Doyle get into another argument. And then um, Dutch is like, oh, you think you're better than me, fool? At least I can pay for my breakfast. And then he doesn't let the kid have breakfast. So, like, that's also rude. Yeah. Um, and then there were just, like, shenanigans happening for the rest of the movie. Nothing necessarily woke. Nothing necessarily a joke. It just was. So,
1: okay. So, we'll we'll go over a few things. So, um, he's credited as Ethan Randall, but this is actually Ethan Embry. And I complete. I don't think I ever realized that Ethan Embry was, was, uh, um, Doyle. In, in this movie Dutch. And I, I watched Dutch, like, so many times. I think it, like, played it on HBO a lot or whatever. And so I watched this movie way more than I should have probably... Um, especially watching it now and realizing it, it doesn't probably doesn't hold up very well, but um, yeah, and Ethan Embry, he's he, I know him probably best from Empire Records, which we should probably watch that movie. That that might be a fun one to watch. Um, yeah, and then after after I think a year or two, then he switched to Ethan Embry opposed to Ethan Randall. Um, yeah, and Ed O'Neill playing Dutch, it's like even more annoying than I remembered. And I remembered as a kid like this guy's a weird guy. Like, But it it was even worse. Okay. But what about the racy playing cards?
0: Okay. <laughs> that was like... I don't even know how to explain that. Yeah, so,
1: so Dutch has this, the, this pack of playing cards and it has racy pictures on it and there's this like everything in this movie it's just this prolonged scene and dutch is just creepily looking in the camera like he, i'm sorry i just <laughs> i just offended you i apologize And then he's making the playing card go up and, and you start to see a um you know a, a nude model and he's showing this to doyle <laughs> Like this thirteen-year-old kid, like, hey, look at this, like, super
0: uncomfortable. Well, and then later, there's a scene where then Doyle has the cards and he's like looking at them, and then um. But Dutch is supposed to be, like, asleep. Like, he's in bed. Doyle thinks that he's asleep. But then you just have a shot of, like, um, Dutch looking over there and smiling at Doyle as he's looking at these cards.
1: Yeah, and then, and then at breakfast in the morning, he's like, how's it going, Ace? <laughs> like, a callback to that. Like, he... Dutch is a little bit more involved in Doyle's, like, sexual awakening than any adult should be toward a child. It was very strange. Um, Yeah, and then, like, I don't know. For me, the movie, like, at the end, it was just very, like, uneven. Because you know okay you've got these two guys that are kind of the worst in their own way like you know obviously doyle he's he's a kid so i think you can you know kind of play up some of that to him being a kid and and like you were saying you know it's probably the parents and um that issue and then you have dutch he's just like a straight up weirdo but toward the end like i doyle starts to change as a character mm-hmm. um a little bit. Like, he has some yeah. sort of character development. Dutch never does. And I think he gets worse because he he really starts to manipulate Doyle, like, toward the end, like, in the gas station, where he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to leave your mom, like, blah, blah, yeah. blah, you know? I mean, he starts to get really bad. And I think, like, we're supposed to like Dutch. Like, Dutch is supposed mm-hmm. to be, like, a good guy, like, a good working class guy, but he also, like, owns his own construction company and all that. Like, he's yeah. done well for himself. So they try to, like, make him to be one thing. But it really, he is something else. Um, so if we were to change up this movie a little bit and make it more woke, what could we do? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you we can have all the, like, the beginning wackiness, right?
0: Um. Yeah, I think so.
1: So, we just had, like, so, you know, Dutch and Doyle meet. They're, you know, obviously, uh, you know, clear opposites. Doyle, you know, comes from money and is, you know, um, well-to-do and very book-smart and things like that. Dutch is a little bit more unpolished, um, you know, kind of a a working-class kind of guy. And, um... Is there anything that we would have to, like, take out, though, in the beginning um, that's just, like, too much?
0: I think that Dutch needs to be, like, a better character from the beginning. Because he was just to the worst at the beginning. I don't even think that Doyle and Dutch would, like, connect at any point. Because he, like, straight up is leading up a child at the beginning. And I feel like... Shouldn't have that in the movie.
1: Okay, so it should be more like, you know, okay, Dutch, he's, like, a working class guy. Maybe he, like, does a couple things that, like, you know, doesn't show, like, the most etiquette. He's a little unpolished, but he's not necessarily, like, a jerk in showing, like, uh, nude cards to children. (laughs) Maybe he
0: can be, like, kind of a jerk. Like, oh, he kind of, like, grabs Doyle, like, mildly aggressively, where it's like, oh, he's a little bit raging, but...
1: Yeah, after getting shot by a BB gun. I mean, you know, yeah, I understand yeah. some of it. You know, like, you know, you're yeah, human. like
0: angry, but not yeah. a scene of him beating up a child.
1: <laughs> and kidnapping him. Yeah. So maybe take out the kidnapping part and you're good. Now, is there anything that we can do to the end to like wrap it up? Um, does, does Doyle, the kid, does he have enough of... Um, character development, you think, in the original film?
0: I think that his character arc can stay mostly the same, but I think at one point he, like, meets um, they go to, like, this homeless shelter, and then he meets this one uh, family there, and that's, like, his main character arc, is he just, like, learns that he just, like, shows compassion towards this family. Okay. Um... And I think that maybe that scene would happen a little bit earlier on and then uh, smaller things would happen later on that would show more character development.
1: Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. Be- because there's that one scene before that where he sees a guy and he's like, uh, I think they're like at a truck stop or something and the guy's like kind of washing up in the bathroom yeah. and, and Doyle is very much like judging this yeah. guy. Yeah. And maybe if that's reversed, like he has this awakening, then he's at the truck stop or wherever, sees this guy, and then maybe he can do some sort of gesture
0: or something
1: to this gentleman to show, you know, that kind of compassion or whatever and things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. And then what do we do about Dutch? Because I guess he would sort of be different to begin with. So does he need to have any sort of um, character development or arc at all? Or does he stay just kind of, like, this bumbling oaf, but, you know, hey, he's a nice enough guy. He doesn't do weird stuff.
0: I mean, he probably still does, like, some weird stuff. Just, like, not as weird. Um, I don't know. Maybe at, like by the end, he has an understanding of Doyle as a person. It's, like, more of a um, bonding moment connection. He does not shoot Doyle with a BB gun. Yeah, absolutely. And then at the end, um, in the original, he also, like, punches uh, Doyle's dad in the face. Yeah. So, like, maybe we take that out.
1: Okay. Yeah, because maybe it's more of a kill him with kindness type thing, because in the beginning... um. Doyle's dad and and Dutch meet, and mm-hmm. they kind of have a little bit of a, a thing, you know, just, yeah. you know, kind of back and forth, you know, talking or whatever uh, badly about each other. So maybe Dutch can almost feel like a little bit bad for the dad that he's not connecting with his son. And, yeah. and Dutch realizes that, you know, Doyle is such a good kid. You know, when you take mm-hmm. away some of the things that w- happened in the beginning, Um, That at the end, he is a good kid and just maybe, you know, has had a a tough childhood. Even though he comes from money, it doesn't mean that there aren't issues. You know, he Mm -hmm. has to go to this boarding school and he isn't really nurtured and stuff like that. And so maybe um, Dutch could, you know, kind of have, you know, feel bad, have that bit of compassion. And then just... um, you know, kind of just feel bad for his dad that he would. You know, he's he just doesn't see how great of a kid he is. Yeah, you know, and then he doesn't have to punch him. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Um. You know, I I think I'd watch that movie. I won't watch this movie anymore. <laughs> I won't watch Dutch anymore because I. It, yeah, it didn't hold up very well for me. But um, but your version, I I think I would definitely watch that. Um. Now I wanted to get into a little bit of trivia. There were actually plans to do a sequel that never materialized. Which I'm not sure what a sequel would be. Any ideas what you would do with a sequel? Um,
0: our sequel I think would focus on the character arc of the dad because I think you know it ends. Where the dad, he's like just kind of confused when Dutch talks to him. And then in the next one, it's like Doyle now has his family with both Dutch and his dad.
1: Okay, cool. And then maybe they have to do some sort of, like, uh, you know, an- another wacky road trip adventure. But, you know, there's some adversity, but then bonding at the end.
0: Yeah, maybe this is, like, a Christmas special.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, because this was, like, their whole thing was they were going home for Thanksgiving. So that's why it's our our Thanksgiving edition <laughs> of Woker a Joke. Um, there, there were a number of people that were up for... Um, being Dutch opposed to Ed O'Neill um John Candy was like I guess like the number one pick that they wanted to get and then Tom Hanks Jim Belushi Robin Williams John Goodman and Bill Murray were all considered to play Dutch but uh they were all busy at the time apparently and even the great Melvin Gibson he turned down the role uh because apparently he was doing Lethal Weapon 3 and Forever Young at that time so um little bit uh, more trivia, Doyle's last name is Standish. And that's the same last name of Molly Ringwald's character in The Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like John Hughes, he does all these movies that are kind of like based like in Chicago or Chicago suburbs. And um, so there are stands on the internet that are like, oh, see, Doyle is her brother and blah, blah, blah. And all the, it's like, no, no, that doesn't make sense that uh, he would not be his, her brother because like, it seems like he's a single child only child. Um, and it, in, um, the UK and Australia, it was called driving me crazy, not Dutch. So <laughs> bits of trivia. And, um, do you want to hear what our friends at common sense media Thinks
0: I would love about to Dutch. Hear what they
1: think. <laughs> so Common Sense Media, they they describe this movie as Dutch, is an argument for the strong male role model in a boy's life. Even if that role model is a swearing cigar-smoking parental figure who turns borderline abusive as a kind of reverse psychology. <laughs> it's a reverse psychology. The trouble with this movie is that it's trying to be both a family values film and a teen version of a Christmas carol. Doyle learns to respect people who have less money than he does but the who's is bigger posturing between a grown man Dutch and a young boy Doyle is ridiculous and the only women in the film are ditzy waitresses prostitutes and a completely ineffectual mother in fact the most interesting part of the film is how Natalie's helplessness is a prerequisite for Doyle to play the big strong man if Natalie would just stand up for her son and tell him uh to can the insults dutch wouldn't need to be the knight in shining armor unwittingly dutch te- teaches uh teens a little something about gender roles and how you can't have one without the other i don't even know what that means Th- that it's not good is what that means <laughs> that's uh yeah now what what did you think about that whole like prostitute scene where like they're, I, they're I the know. ladies
0: i think it was kind of unnecessary yeah. Um, they're probably my favorite characters. Um, <laughs> but what would she, like the one
1: is kind of coming on to, to Doyle. That was
0: weird. That was my name problem with it. <laughs> okay. Well, she wasn't coming on to him, but she wasn't like stopping him either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was my name problem with it, but the one who was like trying to steal from them, that was my favorite character.
1: Yeah, she is a hero, <laughs> like, because she's driving, like, with her knee, like, in steering, and also trying to steal everything, uh, which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, and then some common sense media reviews. Uh, this is from Doug Schroeder, you know, the the famous Doug Schroeder. <laughs> he says, oh, um, While it has a couple of hide your eyes moments for the youngsters, it has some fantastic positive messages to portray. There are some wonderful scenes portraying compassion for other human beings, as well as learning to not take his mother for granted. Add to that the message that all humans are created equal, blue versus white collar, and this movie is a moral winner. I think he watched a different movie. I don't know. Yeah, and it's like at the very end, Doyle's like, ah, maybe I don't hate my mom. It was like out of nowhere. It's like, mother?
0: ma. I don't know why he did that. Because he like went up to her like he's never seen her before. Know. And like he wasn't expecting her to be there.
1: Yeah, it, it was pretty ridiculous. And then uh, Elmenrod says, don't let the official review dissuade you. In addition to the divorce issues the bigger story in this movie is a boy's understanding of people without a class bias sure there's some crude behavior slash language as they sink into lower classes but it is only typical john hughes stuff i think a typical middle school student would enjoy this movie do you think a middle school student would enjoy this movie
0: uh, i need- I'm almost a middle school student, <laughs> and I did not.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you're a ninth grader. Well, yeah, yeah but that makes you, me Yeah, almost, almost. But it sounds like you're all like almost like like you're going into middle school. Yeah, eh, fair enough. That's fine. Um, okay, so um, that's that's the movie. Um, anything else you want to uh, mention about Dutch? No, <laughs> that's it. Okay. Well, hopefully uh, Dutch hasn't um, made it so you don't want to watch any more movies with me. And uh, maybe we can watch a, another one uh, another time. So uh, thanks for listening to Woker a Joke, a Gen Z review. Please subscribe to our podcast, join our Facebook group, and follow us on the Instagram. And now we're recording on YouTube. So you can check us out on YouTube as well.
0: Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Woke or a Joke Agency Review.